All right, let's head out to our Cease Electronic phone lines. He's been waiting patiently, so apologies for uh, being a little bit late here as we head behind enemy lines. Lauren Cox will joining us right now, host of Lockdown Bears, the podcast, and WCLO 1230 in Janesville. Lauren, first and foremost, can we tag team you and I get together and um, maybe work on a uh, PSA for Aaron Rodgers for MVP? Would you be willing to do that? You know, I don't think he's going to need too much help okay. with that one. I okay. mean, yeah, obviously, you know, you talk about Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and stuff, but uh, Aaron Rodgers deserves it absolutely this yeah. year. Yeah, referring to your uh, video that went uh, went bananas on social media with uh, free Allen Robinson. Look, Mitch Trubisky in this Bears offense has been really good. Now, the opponents that they've gone against um, may have been in part due to that, but look, there, there's no mistake, this offense has gotten better here down the stretch. Yeah, it's been an intentional change by Matt Nagy to – finally adjust the offense more so to his players as opposed to trying to fit the players into his offense and switching play callers to offensive coordinator Bill ne- uh, Bill Lazor has had I think a, a positive impact on that but it, it's now almost more similar to what the Packers try and do sort of that Shanahan style system of outside zone stretch runs and play action off of it and def- uh, blockers kind of peeling off and becoming receivers and just creating a lot of open space for receivers so Trubisky does doesn't have to make difficult decisions or a lot of full field reads. They can kind of make it easy on him and maximize some of his mobility. And it's worked really well against the Texans, Jaguars, and Minnesota Vikings. Lauren, do you think because of the recent play, not only of Mitch Trubisky, but of the defense as well, do you think that that's going to help uh, Matt Nagy keep his job in Chicago next year? Or do you think that he's still on the hot seat and he needs a win this weekend against uh, Green Bay? The report last week from ESPN was that something along the lines of there's a belief that Matt Nagy has done enough to save his job, that reaching eight wins last week, even if they finish eight and eight, they could still miss the playoffs with a loss to the Green Bay Packers if the Cardinals lose to the Saints or to the Rams on Sunday. So I I get the impression that he's pretty much safe either way, but I think Trubisky's future is a little bit more up in the air because it is a, a much smaller sample size for him. It's all of a sudden working in the right way, but just – you know, six or eight months ago, the team was ready to decline his fifth-year option. They traded for Nick Foles and gave him a contract extension with multiple guaranteed years. So Foles is set to come back next year, and that was kind of the plan from the start. Obviously, that's changed a little bit now, but I don't think the team is going to be ready to give him any kind of long-term contract extension. It's kind of a, a case of can they get him maybe on a cheap one-year resign, or is he going to have a, a bigger market and maybe the team would uh, let him go elsewhere? Frustration, had it been building with uh, David Montgomery and the Mm. fact that they just weren't using him, at least in the early part of the season, uh, look, they give him the football and uh, he rewards this team offensively. He's been really good down the stretch too. Yeah, the frustration was certainly not with David Montgomery at all. It was a combination of Matt Nagy refusing to stick with the running game for a lot of games, but then also... The offensive line was a real problem, especially during that six-game losing streak. They had some injuries after the first couple of games of the season. They were shuffling around a lot of combinations, and they couldn't really find anything that worked. They were putting out a lot of really bad players, and the GM deserves some criticism for that as well, just not preparing with good offensive line depth. But it was the first game against the Packers in Week 12 where they switched to what is the current offensive line combination. It was a little bit shaky to start as like three or four guys got used to brand-new positions, but since then they have been – 
so much more solid, creating just enough space for David Montgomery to kind of get to the second level. And he's really good at once you kind of give him that window and give him a little bit of space, having great vision and being able to change direction without really slowing down. It's a very natural and smooth flow. So along with that, you've seen the new play caller be more inclined to stick with that running game and really make it the identity of the offense to be almost run first. We're behind enemy lines with Lauren Cox, host of Locked On Bears here this morning. Normally, when we talk Chicago, uh, and maybe it's our fault because we started on the offensive side, but it starts and stops, it feels like, on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Khalil Mack, we know how good and how talented this defense has been, but in that first meeting, they give up 41 to Green Bay. Uh, Do you see that repeating itself on, on Sunday, or has, much like the offense down the stretch, made some changes? Has this defense made some changes, and they're ready to take on this Packers offense? I don't think it'll be 41 again. I've seen where the last five Bears-Packers games in Chicago have all been decided by one score or less. Mm. I think eight was the the limit there. So I think it's going to be closer inherently just because the Bears have so much to play for. But I do still have some real concerns about this defense. It wasn't just the Packers game. They blew a huge fourth quarter, well, a decent fourth quarter lead against the Lions in a huge collapse. They let the Vikings move the ball a little bit better than you might have expected and even the Jaguars with Mike Glennon had more success in the first half it was almost almost tied at halftime before a a last second field goal gave the Bears a three-point lead had in halftime so there are some concerns about what this defense is going to be like I'm I'm almost more concerned about the defense because I know what the offense is I know what it is and what it isn't and what its limitations are and what it's capable of but all of a sudden this defense is a little bit shakier and the injury report has been a, a factor in that right now after the first week of or the first day of estimated practice on Wednesday. One of their starting quarterbacks, Jalen Johnson, did not participate, and then their slot quarterback, Buster Screen, did not participate. They both missed the last two games. Buster Screen has missed three, and if they don't play, it's a rookie fifth-round pick at outside cornerback and a second-year sixth-round pick at slot cornerback, and I don't feel very good about Devontae (laughs) Adams versus either one. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers would certainly know that, too, (laughs) when he goes to attack. I feel like this may be a little bit of a different field perspective from both fan bases. Green Bay already has a playoff spot locked up. They're obviously fighting. There's something on the line in this one for Green Bay. But from a Bears perspective, um, is it almost a little bit disappointing that Green Bay didn't lock up the number one overall seed and really didn't have much to play for? Mm -hmm. Um, And you can make an argument that may bode better for Chicago. Or is this kind of go back to the – the rivalry, you want something on the line, final game of the season in the NFC North. I think selfishly, you know, you want the best of the best Week 17 matchup, in part just because this Bears defense or this Bears team as a whole, like we talked about, hasn't really been tested all that much since they made these changes. And Green Bay will be the first game where we can say, okay, either they're legit and they can maybe make a little bit of noise in the playoffs. I mean, no one's thinking Super Bowl out of Chicago or anything, but if they can play Green Bay close, even if they don't win, but just maybe go shot for shot with them for a while in there, maybe you could feel like, okay, they could win a wild card game or, you know, maybe go on a little bit of a run nothing nothing crazy but if Green Bay wipes the floor with them again it would be a good indication of Mitch Trubisky's future and and his value or lack thereof to the offense and just kind of show how much of a work in progress this still remains so I I feel like if it was the Packers starting Jordan Love this week it could lure the Bears into a a little bit more of a false sense of security and of course they would love to get the win but I think there's there's something to be said about having to earn this one heading into the playoffs 
And, and Lauren, let's live in a world of hypotheticals real quickly. Let's say the Bears do make the playoffs next week. They're playing in the wild card round. Uh, most likely, they'd probably probably be playing either New Orleans, Seattle, or or Green Bay. Which of those three teams do you think they're best equipped to beat in the playoffs if they get in? Boy, you know they played New Orleans pretty tight earlier this season, and you know that was at a time when you know Drew Brees was a little bit up and down. And I'd I'd be curious to see how that rematch goes. But at the same time, Seattle's been shaky here and there too, yeah. and. I that, that's that's tough. I mean, I think any of these teams are going to be a real challenge yes. for Chicago. I mean, I think they're a clear step behind Green Bay and some of the other top contenders. But yeah, I, I lean I lean New Orleans just because the Bears were able to have success slowing down Alvin Kamara at the time. I know they were without uh, Michael Thomas, and that that can be a big factor. But I think the Bears have enough going on defensively to be able to keep up with some of what the Saints want to throw at you. And I, I worry a little bit about Russell Wilson's mobility, taking just a, another layer of difficulty to this Bears defense that already has had some issues you know, in the slot and over the middle of the field trying to keep an eye on deep crossing routes. Well, certainly exciting this weekend. Packers, Bears, NFC, final game of the season. A lot on the line for both teams. Lauren, we appreciate the time, man. And who knows? We may be talking, hopefully, um, in the near future in the playoffs if there's a certain matchup on that side of things. Appreciate the time this morning. Thanks, Lauren. Hey, thanks for having me on. You got it. Lauren Cox, host of Locked On Bears. Wherever you subscribe to your favorite podcast, make sure you grab it there. Uh, at Cox Sports One on Twitter. And um, you can hear him on WCLO 1230 in Janesville as well. Good to get behind enemy lines and get a little bit of a bear perspective.